It's time for the Super Coach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldog Molinaroli. Yeah, it is Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. I am Paul Grzadka, otherwise known as Pulley G, with you again for this week in Rugby League. Origin just around the corner. Ryan MS uh, with us, as always. How are you, mate? Very good, mate. How are you? Good, good. Um, looking forward to the decider tomorrow. Um, I think it's going to be tight. We might talk about it a bit a bit later in the show because we've even done a bit of a, a money ball um, attempt there at the predictor, revamping it. Uh, it's not not quite as easy as doing as the regular season, but uh, see how we go. We've put it up on the app already for years as well. And Peter Hanscom uh, joining us, of course, as always, mate. Uh, excited for tomorrow? Yeah, really looking forward to it. Yeah, the build-up is massive, been massive to Origin 3. And, uh, yeah, can't wait. It's 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 going to be massive. It's a pity for me that Thurston, I have to say that Thurston's not playing, but... Um, and the Queenslanders will have an excuse if they get beaten, but no, we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, it should be, it should be good either, either way. Hopefully um, for us New South Wales supporters on the winning side for once. Um, Queensland, come on, Queenslanders. You've had your fair share. Give us a, give us a shot. Um, Andrew uh, Molinaroli, not with us. Um, he's all in preparation for Origin. No, in all seriousness, he's away with the um, school holidays. He'll be back with us next week, of course. And Pat Lyons also... Um, He's with us via email, and so we'll go through the injury report now on his behalf for Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care, starting with the big one of Michael Gordon. Um, a lot of people would have been looking at him, you know, a lot of goal-kicking um, duties through the year, a lot of backing up for tries and that sort of thing. The Roosters a good buy draw. Might have picked him up at some point through that um, buy period, an origin period, but he's now out for up to eight weeks after suffering a pectoral injury in the last 10 minutes of the game on Friday night. Uh, we haven't heard yet whether he's going to go under the knife or not. That was going to be decided today. He got um, the, the scans done, and, and uh, so we'll probably know by tomorrow. But Pat's saying even if, because um, they're so hard to heal, he'll be out for six weeks even with a minor tear, and if he needs the surgery, he will be gone for the season. So Supercoach-wise, pretty much moving on from him. Also, Chase Blair, not that you're likely to have him anyway. He's out for the season now with a um, ankle um, injury. He just got back from the surgery and then um, basically cracked it again. Um, so they apparently had a pin in it, um, put a pin in five or six weeks ago, so not sure whether the pin didn't stay in or whether it's a new injury. But um, basically, season over, great news for Curtis Scott owners. You know, very bad luck for Chase Blair, of course. But if you own um, Curtis Scott, he was out with an illness this week, so he suffered that blow, but you'll get a bit... You'll get it back um, now with the fact that probably he's in line to remain in the starting lineup for a, a while yet. Uh, Sione Matautia suffering a compound finger fracture. Interesting, um, he has been named this week because Pat's saying basically the the reason, um, well, the definition of compound fracture is a broken bone piercing the skin. So he's saying it's um, not actually seemingly what happened here. He did require a surgical washout of the wound. Um, but still likely to play this Saturday. So hard to get a gauge exactly if he's going to play um, on the weekend or not, but certainly that information a little bit um, um, faulty there and probably he'll be okay. And breaking news as we're recording this, Ryan, in regards to Jake Friend, he broke his hand at training, we're hearing today. Um, can't get a lot of info from Pat on that one because it is literally happening uh, or breaking at the moment, but um, minimum four weeks, you'd think, and... 
you know, I mean, he was one of the best scorers this round. You would have been laughing if you brought him in. The predictor certainly had him that whole buy period to do well. He did exactly that. But now, bang, um, he's gone and you're going to have to, to move on probably. Yeah, you are going to have to move on four weeks. Um, long time to carry someone uh, like that, especially uh, when that money could be gone elsewhere. It really opens up the um, the hooking position uh, super coach wise because... Let's be honest, no, there's not many of them setting the world on fire at the moment. So it's going to be an interesting um, f- four weeks for for, the, for, um, for everyone coming up. We got a great um, question on our, our Twitter and Facebook messages this week in regards to top three for each position. We're able to revamp the predictor and, and look ahead. It's not going to be as accurate as the as the weekly and the bi-weekly ones we've got now online, but... Um, You'll be surprised who comes out on top in the hooker role. Let's put it that way, but we'll say save that one. That's that's what we call in the industry a tease. It's um, that is the injury report for Could You Bay Health and Injury Care. And of course, um, Pat, you know, he's been giving us great advice all year, continuing today, of course. And if you do have an issue, whether it's a sporting injury, back or neck um, problems, um, give him a call or um, visit our website. Click on the link. And uh, you can get 20% discount as a Supercoach Pros listener. Go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com. And the phone number there is, if you're in Sydney, 02 Well, worth a visit there. Let's move on to what we learned. And, um, well, looking at the top scorers, interestingly enough, Kerrod Holland leading the way, Pete, in that Bulldogs-Knights game. I mean, he had a pretty decent game with the goal-kicking also helping, and then Clint Gutherson also cracking the 100. Um, it, it just never stops. Um, Gutho, Gutho. Yeah, well, uh, um, Kerrod Holland, he's been a little bit in and out of the team uh, this year for the Dogs, so you wouldn't, a lot of people wouldn't really have him in for Supercoach, but he's probably more a, a money ball um, uh, type player, I would guess, but um, yeah, his goal kicking is excellent and, you know, scored a good try. It was nice to see the dogs playing a little bit more expansively, even if it was only for about 20 minutes on, on Sunday. <laughs> so it gave him the opportunity. He's a good young winger, though, and uh, and so he'll, he'll get more opportunities. And Gutherson has been one of the real surprise packets of, um, of Supercoach this year. He's been absolutely outstanding. I'd like to have Andrew on the show, actually, to find out why Manly let him go. Um, yeah. Seemed a strange one, but, uh, yeah, they, I guess he didn't really have a shot there behind Stewart and others. But, um, yeah, no, he's been great for Parham. And, yeah, very consistent. He's, he's involved in everything. Dominates probably yeah, more than Norman does, which was a surprise. Yeah, Pete Mattalia in that game at Belmore, having a good um, match with a couple of tries. Um, Semi Rajarajra and Bevan French, Ryan, also in that game, Parramatta um, beating up on a depleted Melbourne Storm lineup, Looking pretty good. If you've held Semi or brought him in for that origin period, you're probably looking at holding him now. Absolutely. Um, he's all of a sudden, he's started to wake up a little bit. Uh, look, everyone knows how good he can be. It's just been a little bit of an up and down year for him. Um, you can see that in his in his round average being 52, but his last three rounds have been 64. Yeah. So you can see that he's... The Brad Takarangi effect. The Brad, Michael Jennings <laughs> exactly has moved to the right. right. You know, he's exactly back to two, right. you know, two, three years ago when um, Takarangi was playing inside him and... It happens. It's happening again. Yeah. Jake Friend, we mentioned earlier, also right up there, and Nathan Cleary. It's always a good matchup for right halves against Manly at the moment. So that's an interesting one to keep targeting in your money ball, and uh, also looking for captaincy choices when some of those big names come up um, against Manly. 
let's move on now to a bit of head-to-head strategy this week. I know we talk a lot about overall. We've had a bit of Moneyball talk as well in the recent weeks. Um, but it is you know, only a few weeks out before the head-to-head finals begin. And I think a good thing to look at at the moment is, is trade strategy when you're playing in head-to-head and, and how you're trying to balance it. Um, I know that if you're in the top four, I think you're really looking to now just consolidate where you are and maybe hold on to your trades best you can. Um, Pete, I know I've had a little look over this round. There's not a lot of obvious trading targets, especially if you listened to us or follow us on Twitter and saw tell us or listen to us to say get Sean Lane in your lineup because he's the big one. But maybe you'd be able to make the mid-season trade or listen to this show last week and just brought him in on speculation um, before he even got named in the starting lineup. But besides the Sean Lane effect, um, not a lot of flashing sort of lights of guys to bring in, and really, it's more about who's going to recover from Origin and then picking the bones of the best um, returners from Origin. Absolutely. Um, no, you're absolutely right. Now, Sean Lane was a good one uh, last week for Manly. He had a lot of talent before. and You know, if you sort of follow your league, you knew that he was potentially a very good um, super coach player and so it proved to be good bringing him in last week. But, yeah, there's not a there's not a real lot around at the moment. Um, as we've said in the past, so there's very little in the, in the hooking area. Um there's, there's, the, there's the real elite group in, in Supercoach, like the, the Sam Burgess-type players, but, yeah, there's no real, um, no real, not many specials out there at the moment, I don't think, unfortunately. Well, Ryan, easy when you're in the top four to say, I don't need to make any trades this week, just play what you got. Maybe if you've got under 17, you've you sort of forced your hands, but regardless, in, in any other situation, you're probably pretty safe. But what about if you're in that five to nine range? You know, there's only four head-to-head games left. You don't really want to drop one this week. Are you, are you being a, a taking a few more chances, or it's still a matter of looking at those Origin guys, especially the ones that are going to be on by this week, like your Cameron Smiths, and just seeing who pulls through, and then and then decide the ones you need for the end of year. Yeah, I think that's the best course of action. To be perfectly honest with you, being it's very difficult, um, especially given how well this one, this origin uh, period in particular, has been really brutal. Um, mm. Possibly even more so than you know years past uh, in terms of players not backing up. Um, there's been a lot of players getting rest. Um, the Melbourne Storms, um, you know, their their top three when they've yeah. been. When they played Origin, they're they're rested the next week, pretty much regardless. Um, And so it'll be interesting to see what happens, uh, being that those teams uh, that do have a buy, like the Storm, uh, you see what happens to their to their guns, and then you've 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 really got to sit on it. And I think it's one of those, uh, it's tough, but you really got to be patient. Um, And yeah, you've got to wait till after Origin to before you make any any trades this round, even if you're just making the one or two. I know when you're in fifth and ninth, you want to make sure that you grab a win so, you, so you know, you're getting up towards those finals. But, um, yeah, you've got to be very careful at this time of year. And if you're outside, like, 10th, 11th, you know, or dare we say worse, do you really take some big chances and, and not hold your trades? Because, obviously, you're in a situation where, you know... You, you may not be in the finals, so you you could have these trades up your sleeve that aren't even that are kind of useless. Um, yeah, there's. I mean, again, the predictor can tell you the guys due to 
you know the good matchups for this week and next week, you know, maybe you go for those one hit wonders and try to try to hit yeah. on hit on a player. You got a gun, gun for glory, <laughs> really. <laughs> um, just try and just try and pull something out each week. I think, and the thing is, because you're down low, um, it's going to be no good to you to really go, oh, well, you know, everyone has Paul Gallen, everyone has this guy, everyone has that guy. It's not really going to do you any good because they're just going to be cancelled out by whoever you're playing. You've got to find those pods. You've got to find the guys you think, okay, this week is this guy's week. Well, he's going to, you know, where he's up against a team who, you know, does, does you know, well in the halves or poorly in the halves or the centres or whatever it might be. And you've got to, yeah... You've really got the Broncos v the Knights this week, and you know, I mean, you're going to have guys like Hunt and Marshall, who may not be the halves combination moving forward. But gee, you could get a good score out of them this week. Exactly right. Well, it happened. We saw it the other week. It happened with um, Hunt and Marshall against the Raiders. Um, so you just don't know each week. Yeah. For, for those guys who are like struggling and just going, okay, look, I've got to go basically win every game, win every game from now on in sort of thing. Um, yeah, you've really got to throw caution to the wind a little and the bit. the other and way, is play smart. Pete, is the captaincy options. You can start to take a few more chances on the captaincy. I know with the app, you know, we've got the difference. If you look next to the, um, the predicted score, you'll see a plus or minus on as to the, the difference to their normal output. And, so sometimes you could take a chance on a guy that's you know in green and got a nice positive difference and say, well, he might go well above you know the the predicted and chuck a captaincy on someone, bit of a chance, try to get that point of difference if you are outside the sort of top ten. Yeah, absolutely right. You, as uh, Ryan just said, you you may as well go for broke with it and and look at um, someone different. You said there's no point captaining someone like Sam Burgess. If Sam Burgess is in your opposition team, check out your oppositions if you can and see what they've got. Um, but yeah, come up with something different and have a listen to our, our cast and our, you know, our predictor and so on and have a, have a close look at the draw that's coming up over the next week or two. And As you say, the um, origin, what comes out of origin is very important. Um, you know, um, someone come out of the blue for, for Melbourne and, you know, pick up 60, 70 points and, you know, and then you have them as captain, you, you could be laughing um, if you, you know, pick them up for nothing. So, yeah, it's, you've got to look for something different. Um, and it's not easy at the moment, but yeah, have a look, wait till Origin, after Origin tomorrow night, see what injuries there are and go from there. I do think, you know, as we, we are sort of saying this for guys that below the the top 10 outside your own top 10 and really needing to win the remainder of the head-to-head. But I do think if you're inside that 1-9, to just looking at the layout of the Supercoach land at the moment, round 19 is a round where you don't really want to make trades unless you're forced into it, unless it's a Sean Lane because you missed the boat last week. He's still at the 143,000, so you can still cash in there if you've got some trades up your sleeve. He'll keep getting 80 minutes. I think he'll keep putting up some big numbers so that's a good trade-in. But in general, I'm thinking, Ryan, just ease up, save your trade, see what happens after not only Origin but this week's games, and and we'll know more heading into round 20 when everyone's back, all the buys are done. Yeah, you can play you can play your best hand um, if you you know have a little bit of patience, I reckon. All right, and let's have a look at the team changes now. 
um, start with the Warriors-Panthers game. Solomon Akata is back after missing a few weeks for personal reasons. He goes into the centres. David Fisatua onto the wing. No nickel clocks. That Isaac Luke's also been named. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he actually can get on the park. Obviously, Nathaniel Roach out there really struggling at, at hooker. The Warriors have been interesting, but they've named a couple of guys on the bench, or the, not the bench, but the reserves. Mason Lino and also Jazz Tavaga. So I'm not convinced that Luke's going to be back. I know we heard from Pat a couple of weeks ago about Luke's injury, saying it could be out for a little while. So this this is, um, it, even though he's been named, I wouldn't um, count on it. Also, Albert Vetti out, and Liggy Sauer comes back in on the bench. While for Penrith, James Fisher-Harris has been named um, in for Sitileka. Leki Akiola, and that could really affect Corey Hawira Nira's minutes. Um, and you're probably keeping him this week, but you're really looking at maybe moving on from him if indeed Fisher-Harris um, eats into his minutes. The Raiders feed the Dragons. Josh Hodgson back, so Kurt Baptiste goes to the bench, and Scott Sorensen's out. While for the Dragons, interestingly enough, they've only named Josh Dugan as a reserve, along with Paul Vaughan, and haven't named Tyson Frizzell at all, so he won't play on the weekend, even if he is past fit for New South Wales tomorrow night. Ewan Aitken's also out with hamstring soreness. So we've got Jason Nightingale at fullback, Tane Milne and the centres. Kurt Mann goes to the wing, Josh McCrone to halfback, Tarek Sims to the second row. And interesting to see, Pete, that guy we talked about at the start of the year, Matt Dufty, coming on to the bench. We'll be watching him with interest, probably more for next year than this year, but um, we've been excited about this guy for a while. Yeah, seen a, a fair bit of him in the lower grades, and yeah, the reports on him are, are excellent. Um, not a big guy, but very, very fast. Um, and yeah, the club's got big wraps on him. And uh, as you say, um, be interesting to see what what happens, how much time he gets. Um, it appears as though, as it's a, as you say, it's an interesting team selection. This is what we're talking about with Origin, particularly uh, with Dugan um, not in the not in the seventeen. It's a it's an odd thing, and said he might, he might, uh, they might use him, but, but I, I doubt it after after Wednesday night. There is a chance um, Dugan ends up playing, and Dufty probably is the one that pushes out. Yeah, it's it's possible. I said it's only a forty eight hour turnaround, and if there's a bloke who can find an injury, it's Josh Dugan, unfortunately. <laughs> um, he'll go down injured at some point in Origin. That's that's just the way he is. But he'll get back up. But um, it, I I wouldn't mind to see Dufty play. Um, and at least get some game time. Um, but, yeah, he's going to be big things, and hopefully he'll, particularly with Dugan, departing next year. Um, well, I think Duffy might be one for your super coaches next year. I'll tell you what, I'm in Canberra at the moment. It's pretty freezing. It's going to be cold there on Friday night for the poor old trackers. Uh Newcastle v Brisbane. Dane Gagai um, named in the centres with Joe Wardle going back to the bench. Mickey Payer out. Some injuries for the Broncos. David Mead's out, so Jermaine Asako comes in on the wing. Interesting, um, I guess, cheapy slash nafty watch there if Oates comes back to move Asako out, of course. Sam Thide has been named the second row, but probably will start from the bench. That's what we've seen in recent times. Alex Glenn, of course, named on the bench. He's the one that's been playing left edge. Thide's actually started playing in the middle now with Glenn playing 80. Um, Anthony Milford's been named as a reserve. So interesting. We did talk about Benji Marshall a bit earlier, but... Milford named as a reserve. That kind of puts the kibosh on that. Gold Coast feed the Sharks. Uh, Gold Coast 1-17 to from two weeks ago. Just the one change for Cronulla with Kurt Capel in for Joseph Paulo. But what I'm thinking, if Joseph Paulo is not named, and we know that Brown's not going to play 80, 
this move of James Seguiaro as a reserve, Ryan, he's probably actually going to play. Yeah, well, look, you'd think that that's how it's going to pan out. Um, given, yeah, given the sudden lack of uh, nine number nines uh, at the Sharks, um, they lost two in a week sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's almost a guarantee Manly v. the Tigers. Jake Dabrovich being named at lock. Darcy Lusick moves to the bench. Brad Parker becomes a reserve, a non-playing reserve. James Tedesco is fullback for the Tigers if he par- if he gets through Orange and unscathed. So then Kevin Naguama goes to the wing. MWZ goes to that reserves list. Chris Lawrence is also back for West. So he goes on the left edge. Joel Edwards will go to the bench. And Alex Twall, who had a pretty impressive debut um, there in round 17, he misses out. But who knows, he could end up also... Um, getting in because he has been named as a reserve. And the South-North Queensland game, not a lot of changes there. Cowboys 1-17, to South's just Brandon, Braden Burns back out. So you got a bit lucky if you had him there and, and you got to play him in all those um, origin weeks that South's played in and not many other teams did. But he's now gone. Robert Jennings back in the centres, Aaron Gray to the wing. And all of that is done, of course, for the Supercoach Pros Predictor and the Supercoach Pros app. Um, the Predictor, it's up there already for this round. Just the six games, of course. Moneyball's up there and the Origin, and the Moneyball Origin as well. So have a look at that if you do play Moneyball um, and have a, have a crack. Um, and I think we're about to talk about that, but we'll just say about the Supercoach Pros app that it's not just all that information you get with, you know, price rises, price falls, you know, by team, um, by best. This week, we've put up for the remainder of the year, if you look at prediction by all, and you scroll all the way to the right, you'll see the remainder of the rounds. Now, we can't do that by minutes because we can't look that far ahead, so you'll see some players, you have a, you know, it's on their average per minute, so some might fluctuate a bit. You'll see guys that have been injured, you know, suddenly they've got all these points and guys like Jerome Hughes that aren't going to play are going to say that they're going to do well because if they are going to play, they would get lots of points um, based upon what we've seen so far. You know, um, So you do have to look at it a little bit like that. But, Ryan, this is you know, a good tool to add to all this other stuff like the blogs and the, um, and the Facebook, Twitter, and, of course, this very podcast. Yeah, absolutely, all those things. Um, and, of course, yeah, looking into the future and that, as we've just discussed, it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough run in. Um, so having that uh, kind of information at your fingertips uh, is pretty, pretty vital. And Pete, I mean, looking at that um, Origin predictor, and obviously trying to look at it from a club perspective and translating it to Origin, there will be some guys that we know play well in Origin um, that you may want to give a bit of a boost to when you're putting in your team. But the other thing is is of course game script. I mean it's important in any game when you're playing those daily leagues but especially important for Origin. How do you see the game um, shaking down? Um, oh, it's, it's tricky to say. Like um, Everyone thought New South Wales was going to win the second one but with Queensland you know, putting in such an almighty effort um, to, to win the second one and you know, a bit of Bad play by New South Wales. It's a combination of two factors there. Of course, uh, uh, I'm going to say New South Wales are going to win it on talent. Uh, Queensland are going to try and, and try and try. There will not be any giving up. But I, I don't really understand their their selections. Um, with particularly with Hunt getting in there ahead of Daly, Cherry, 
Cherry Evans, and, and I probably would have picked you know a more genuine centre than what they have done, but um, I think that's a problem. So I think that will be New South Wales to win tomorrow night. Michael Morgan's highly rated um, on the predictor, Ryan. Is he a guy that, even though he's playing a bit out of position, I mean, we saw him set up the, the game-winning try last origin. Is he someone now he's going to play those extra minutes? Could be an interesting guy at 5,900. I think it's he's probably going to be definitely have it worth taking a look at. Um, the only issue I can see is um, possibly the full game may sap him a little bit um, of those of those plays that he's capable of. Um, having said that, he's a guy who plays 80 each week, uh, week in, week out, and you've seen that he's a proven performer. So uh, he's definitely, at that price, he's definitely um, a pretty juicy option, um, given that we know what he can do, uh, try assist-wise, and, you know, more than likely... Um, he can, he can certainly find the trial on himself. With Frizzell and Jackson under... Uh, sorry, Frizzell and Cordner under injury clouds, and even if they play, they may not get through the whole game. We've bumped Jake Dubrovich's minutes up, Pete, and it's put him right in that top echelon now. And at $85,000, that's a very good value. Absolutely. He was he was fantastic when he came on in Game 1, and I thought was, once again, one of our better players in game two, and the bloke's just an absolute workaholic. Um, and it's just showing a real maturity beyond his beyond his experience. And, um, yeah, absolutely. And you, those, uh, the, the origin tomorrow night, yeah, you, you've got to have him in there, I think. You know, whether New South Wales win or lose, this bloke is going to be working hard the whole game. He's on there. said the minutes is going to be the thing, but you're quite right. I'd suggest to you that um, particularly Frizzell's workload might lighten a little if you are an app owner, have a look right down the bottom of the predictor um, window, and you'll see that those origin um, scores there for this for game three. And if you don't own the app, look, what better time to go get it before this game, and of course before this round, um, with all those price rises, price falls, and predictions, and of course all the way now through to round 26, you can find it uh, on links to the web um, at our website www. Uh, supercoachpros.com, follow the links there and get the app. It is well worth the money, I can tell you now. Um, if, especially if you play Moneyball, you should be pretty much uh, um, getting all the money back and then some um, if uh, Ryan and I uh, could give you any advice on that. That is that for sure. Um, let's go and now look at the big names for next round. Um, based upon the predictor, Benji Marshall, we mentioned earlier, and Ben Hunter right up there along with Jordan Rapana. Um, the, the Dragons, it's it's going to be interesting with Rapana because he's still over that 500,000, and even with a high predicted score, he's still likely to lose quite a bit of cash. So whether you're going to take that chance against the Dragons or hold on for one more week if you don't own him. If you do own him, he's a very good VC loophole. Um, Tommy Dubrovic has been excellent all year coming against the Tigers. Ryan, he's another one there in, in reverse. You might, if you've looped hold someone earlier, he could be actually your captain late in the round. Yeah, absolutely. Look, um, no secret that the Tigers leak um, Supercoach points um, and that Manly are, um, you know, especially guys like Tom Jorovic at the back um, are quite integral to Manly's attack, so you'd think that he'd be able to put up some real good points there. 
Simon Mannering is a staple. He's another one that's right up there. Nick Kotrick, another Raider that could do very well. Um, Left wingers have dominated against the Dragons all year, and he just seems to be going from strength to strength. James Maloney out well up against the Titans. Him and Paul Gallon are expected to do well, as is Valentine Holmes. I've guessed Maloney and Holmes. You've got to see how they come out of origin. We mentioned Dugan earlier as well. He's another guy who, if he ends up playing, could do very well. And then there's Sam Burgess, another one, Pete, as a captain option, playing the very last game of the round. Um, so you can VC pretty much anyone else you want and then stick him or Tomalolo, although Burgess is rated slightly higher this week. Um, and then Martin Tapao is even another one in there, you know, similar to Tomalolo and Burgess. Yeah, if you've got Sam, I'd be captaining him, captain him, captaining him for sure. Um, he's been very, very consistent. He went ballistic there a couple of weeks ago against Penrith and even against the Roosters. The other day, still got decent points. So, nah, he's... He would be my captain choice for sure. Ryan, there's one guy who we talked about last week and 252,000 at the moment coming against the Warriors at left centre. A massive, massive um, upgrade this week is Tyrone Peachy. If you've already got Sean Lyon, Lane and the likes of Matt Eisenhuth are all right up there this week as well. Is Peachy someone that you could be, especially if you're you know, down in 8th, ninth, 10th or worse position, that you take a chance to POD on? I think he is. I I really do. Look, um, Panthers, you know, uh, against uh, you know against their own run of form, really uh, knocked over uh, the Seagulls last week. Um, New Zealand are very up and down this year, um, and quite easily um, could end up giving up some big points, and especially Penrith, one of those. Um, on a roll sides. So if they get on a roll, um, they're going to throw it around and guys like Peachy tend to grab the ball and run all over the field. So you just never know uh, what he's going to offer. And at that price, he's a very, very, very nice price to have a, to have a, uh, he's a good pod choice. If you own Jake Friend and he doesn't play this round, you may want to hold a trade up your sleeve and see if James Seguiero does end up being named for the Sharks. The Titans are notorious for giving up massive supercoach points to hookers. Um, and Seguiero, another point of difference, 304,000. Peter could be a nice trade if you did own friend and needed to move on from him, but couldn't afford Cameron Smith, or already owned Cameron Smith, to go with Seguiero. Absolutely, yeah. It was unfortunate for Seguiaro when he got that serious injury earlier this year. I think it was a, a broken arm from memory, and um, and young Braley just kept the, kept the spot there at the Sharks. But yeah, he would be a, a very good move. Cronulla are, are, are going well this year, and you know Seguiaro is a class act, and I think he'd be very, very good pick, as you say. As we've said, you know, it's a bit uh, Cameron Smith daylight, and then a little group of hookers together. So um, and Seguiaro should be one of those. I, I think he'd be a very good pickup. And looking ahead to next round, some good matchups. Roosters playing the Knights, the Sharks playing the Rabbitohs, Panthers v the Titans, and the Eels taking on the Tigers. It's time to move on to the tweets now. And Pat asks, is Mansour a trade? Can get Mannering? Do you think Scott is a starting 17 players most week? Quite a bit involved here, Ryan. Um, what do you make of it? Can you break that one down? Okay. Well, I, I'll answer the easy part first. Um, Scott, and I'm assuming he's meaning Curtis, um, is more than likely to play um, probably for the rest of the year, um, depending on who gets back from injury for the uh, for the Storm. But uh, Blair's gone, so uh, that's one centre uh, down. Um, Scott certainly hasn't um, 
has you know made every post a winner in in the games he's played. So I can't see uh, how form will get him dropped. So mm. I think that Scott is a definite. I think he's got um, it over whether moving Harris. I don't think they'll move Harris out of position with Scott playing so well, and I don't think Tonham appear is um, going to get it ahead of Scott either. No, there's no need to move Harris because there's no real there's no real gaps there. Um, Scott is attacking well and defending um, well uh, to boot. So yeah, that one I, I think that's it's pr- relatively safe. Um, as for Mance or trade Mannering. Um, Mansour will give you, might give you the absolute, you know, might drop a massive points bomb. Um, and Mannering is definitely going to give you the more consistent um, scoring. Uh, I guess it depends. Uh, yeah, if you're a risk taker, um, you'd probably stick with. Well, I'm wondering, um, is he asking Mansour or Mannering to bring in, or is he saying Mansour to Mannering? It, it almost sounds like. He's saying, oh, I mean, he's going to get one of the two. Yeah, well, if he's going to get... If it's Mansour for Mannering, then depending on your position, I'd be, I'd probably say yes. But then, as we were talking about earlier, if you need that pod, Mansour can definitely be that pod. He's got a high break even at the moment. I'd be interested to see... He could get very cheap in a couple of weeks, Mansour. Could get close to that 300000 so... Mannerings, you know what you're going to get. I think the Warriors, we've seen it every year with the Warriors, they drop off around now. So it is risky, but I think Mannering, you know what you're going to get. I think he's the safest of the lot. And, um, you know, as long as they're within shot of a top eight, well, they should keep playing all right, well enough for him to post good supercoach numbers anyway. Um, at Craig Clark asks, Elliot and Hopawati to Teddy and Merrin, or Elliot and Matungi to Mannering and Anufti? Leaves me with only three trades. Pete, we talked about this earlier about saving your trades. We don't even know if, how Tedesco's going to come out of origin, and they play late in the round as well, so we're really not going to get any gauge. Um, is, this, is this a case of just saying, just, just wait a week and see what happens, or is Mannering a guy that you just really want to get in there? Well, once again, it depends on your position in, in, your, in your group, doesn't it, and what, you, what you're aiming to do. It's, everyone's a little bit different with that. I, yeah, Mannering is, as we've just said, is, is, is Mr. Consistent. Tedesco, um, I don't know whether, like, oh, he's a brilliant player and yeah, great, has been great super coach wise, um, scored some great points, you know, and one of the best, um, fullbacks in super coach without a tout, and one of the best players in super coach. But I wonder whether he's, it might sort of taper off a little bit later this year with, you know, um, with just things the way they are at the best Tigers. Sorry? There's just nothing for him to play for at the moment for the West Tigers. That's right. Um, it just makes you wonder. I, yeah, I don't think you know if you if you're looking at other options. I think I'd be I'd be potentially letting him go. I'd, I'd be looking at uh, looking at Mannering. I think um, similar reasons to what Ryan said a moment ago. You know, you're consistent, um, and you know you know what you're going to get. He he he's one of the I don't know why the other Warriors players can't follow him, but they don't. But um, but yeah, he'd, he'd be the one to go for. I, I, I mean, I love Simon Mannering. I think he's got to be pretty much got to be in your lineup. The only issue is only three trades left. I just don't think you can use it even on a guy like Simon Mannering. I think you've got to hold those trades, see what eventuates after this round. I am yeah. worried if you're saying you yeah. own Elliot Hopawati and Matungi, that's three guys that are on buy already, plus whoever else, plus whoever doesn't back up from Origin. Maybe Craig's 
really down and he, and he needs to find a player playing this week. I'm not yeah. sure. Um, but I think if he can get 17 on the park, I wouldn't make any trades this week, even though Mannering, I think, will have a big, big game. I just think with only three trades left isn't enough. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Three trades left, it is crucial. Ebenezer Rascals asks, in your opinion, top three players in each position. Now, this is a good opportunity because he, he's got a, a couple of uh, hashtags here. Hashtag roundtable, hashtag the league is mine, hashtag I'm better, hashtag false respect, hashtag lol. Got to love it. We should mention how good the league's going, Ryan. 209th now out of 13,000. Got to hand it to all 20 uh, of the people in there. Um, you know, some great, great results. And, and um, Steve-O, he's, he's up there in fifth, so he's doing pretty well. And, um, you know, he now needs to just take it to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, it's coming towards crunch time and everyone needs to, if they're, if they're going to talk it up, then they've, you know, got to walk the walk. Um, so, look, he... Wow, top three players in each position. Well, this is this is um, what I've been, we've been able to do with the predictor, and I know we mentioned it earlier on the show. It's all up there now on on the app that you can actually look for the remainder, and I'll just read them out for you if you want. Fullback: Tommy T, Dugan, Teddy in order. Centre and winger: Rapana, No, Faluma, and Crichton. Five eighth: Moylan, Milford, and Dylan Walker. Halfback: um, Widdop, Sean Johnson, Nathan Cleary. Second rower, Tamalolo, Mannering and Papali. Front row, Gallon, Sam Burgess, Marty Tapao and Hooker. This is the interesting one because I know we talked about Sigiaro doing well this week, but the highest rated this week and for the next eight is Andrew McCulloch, believe it or not, ahead of Cam Smith and Cam McInnes. Interesting. Very interesting. That could be one to take um, to take to the bank, really, given the... Um as we mentioned before, a uh, fair shortage of, um, you know, hookers actually uh, that, that were, um, you know, really dominating super coach wise. So, be quite an interesting, to interesting to see how that that pans out. Yeah, and I mean, you know, like I said, you can look at it deeper if you own the app and go to the website. If you don't, www.supercoachpros.com. If ever there's a week to buy it, it's it's, it's this week. Um, Dom, or at isdom1000, asks, Mannering, Papali, or Fafita for the run home, can only get one. Already have Sam Burgess, Paul Gallen, Nathan Brown, Marty Tapao, Jake Trebovich, Jason Tumalo, and Angus Crichton. He is stacked, Pete. Um, this is a tough call, because I think those three, Mannering, Papali, and Fafita, could all be very large in these final eight rounds. Absolutely. Um, yeah, he's already got a very good lineup, hasn't he? Um, and if he can get one of those three, then he's he's going to look, you know, top absolutely top notch. Um, once again, you're looking at this origin thing with the Pali and Fafita playing uh, tomorrow night. Uh, Mannering not having to worry about that, you know, he's going to what he's going to get. Um, I'd probably put Mannering just in a nose in front of the other two. I think um, you can't go wrong with any of the three. I don't think, uh, but yeah, I'd probably. I'd, I just once again on that uh, consistency, I'd probably just think about mannering maybe slightly in front, and you don't have to worry about the origin side of things. So yeah, that's the way I'd go. But gee, there's there's not a lot in it. Ryan, we know Fafita likes to come good this time of year. Certainly, again, when we look at these predictor, he's lower on the list than the other two. But you know, if he makes his run now, 
that could all change. And when I say lower, it's not a lot lower. I think he's ranked 30th um, highest overall, where the other two are, are in the top 10. Yeah, look, um, I just think with the with the cattle that he's got, I mean, it's all quality stuff. Um, you have Burgess, Crichton, Gallen, Brown. Um, those four guys are very consistent scorers, or they are at the moment anyway. Um, they have been for the past um, little while, uh, where guys like Depau, um, Jake Trebovich, and Tomalolo can really actually um, have those games where they go pretty large. Um, so I'm looking at it from that point of view. If you have Fafita in there, um, yep, he can get you some Another weapon. massive scores. He's one of those guys where it's, um, you know, especially this year he's been a little bit down. Um, that's not to say he's played badly, um, as you mentioned before. Um, but it's just a little bit down on what he can offer, whereas guys like uh, Mannering, um, we mentioned before, is just consistent. Papali can do that large... Um, he's been outstanding super coach wise He's been a dark horse, and if you own yep. him from round one, you're probably, probably doing pretty well right now. Yeah, so it's... Just looking at who he's got, I think I'd go for the guy who's going to score more consistently because you have those three guys there who um, can certainly um, go large, um, you know, in any given week. David Spadaro asks, Tohu Harris or Curtis Scott for Mannering are mainly concerned about this persistent knee injury of Harris. It is a concern, Pete, and I was one that was a big Harris fan, um, you know, when he came back from injury. But each week I thought, I'll just hold off one more week. And, and each time I found an excuse to not put him in to my lineup, even though the Storm had a great buy draw. And now I'm thinking, well, you know, Harris has he's essentially been a disappointment. He has. I was looking at his, his stats the last three rounds. He's averaged only 30.3. And, yeah, I, I, I agree with the, with the tweet I've um, where he says about the persistent knee injury, it is a worry. And, I, yeah, I think I'd definitely be going with Curtis Scott as an alternative. He's going to be a lot cheaper, of course. But, uh, yeah, I think he's he's going to be more the one to go for than Harris for sure. Yeah, and I think he's saying that, you know, he's going to keep um, Scott because he already owns him and he just wants to get Mannering in there. And, again, Mannering, a top five predicted um, end of the season total, these final eight weeks. So I think Mannering is a good guy to bring in as long as you have the trades. And Greg G asks, what are your thoughts on Michael Morgan as a POD for the run home? Ryan, that is and one a little bit out of left field. He's playing pretty good, but we certainly haven't notorious. He has never really been a big super coach uh, one uh, or one on your radar. So it, it, yeah, it'd be a change, but I tell you what, he's stepping up in Thurston's absence. He is, and that's the thing. Um, there is no thirst, and so it's pretty much all down to Morgan. And to give you an idea of how he stepped up from a sixty-one point average, uh, sixty-one point average per round for these last three rounds, of he's gone up to an eighty-point average, and then these last five rounds a seventy-eight point average. So um, he's certainly going up, and I think he's it's a decent it's a decent thought. Um, as a, as a pod, because he's going to he's going to get the majority of the ball playing. He's going to get the um, you know majority of the responsibility um, for the Cowboys to um, put points on the board. So I certainly think that uh, waiting waiting out this uh, this origin and seeing uh, how he pulls up, he, you could certainly um, yeah 
put a, put a watch this space on him. Guys that get opportunities in Origin usually come out better for it and play pretty good club footy. In saying that, he only plays 5'8 for Supercoach, and there's 11 5'8s ahead of him in that predictor. So I'll be a little bit cautious. Even Tamaria Martin, who we've seen go large when he played for Penrith, Supercoach-wise, and plays dual position, his rate is slightly higher than Morgan. So I'd be a little bit, a little bit concerned. Certainly a pod. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. All right, guys, that's about does it for the show. Um, we'll be back again next week. Origin duties, of course, tomorrow. It's going to be a great one, Pete. Uh, what's your prediction? Um, New South Wales by eight. Ryan, what about yourself? Uh, I'm going to say New South Wales by 14. Yeah, I'm thinking around 10 or 12 as well, maybe even a bit more. So we'll see. It could be false bravado on all our behalfs. We know what Queensland can do, that's for sure, <laughs> especially when they are the underdogs. All right, Andrew should be back with us next week, of course, and Pat as well. Thanks very much for listening. Make sure you download the app, www.supercatchpros.com, and review it as well if you are an owner, and review this very podcast on iTunes and help bump that up keep going with those uh, efforts if you're in our Supercoach Pros League because we can crack the 200th hopefully this week inside the top 200 would be nice Ryan and Pete thank you so much I am Pauly G Paul Grisatka and we will talk to you again next week bye for now <laughs>